Welcome, Supers, to the Entrepreneurs. We're here today for September, or September. Man, well, I'm still stuck in September. November 4th, 2021. I got five news stories uh, to go through, including one with Tom Hanks, because uh, who doesn't love Tom Hanks? And uh, yeah, so let's get started here. Evergrande Auto Unit is selling protein. I assume that's how you spell it. Uh, to EV maker Bedio. Uh, I was trying to see how much they sold it for. Um, so if you haven't been following the Evergrande crisis, uh, it's it's a potentially big problem for uh, not just China, but potentially for the entire world uh, with a ripple effect that could come out of there. And they have not been making their bond uh, payments, though they recently... Uh, were able to make two of their last bond payments, which were which was great uh, that they were able to accomplish that. But now they have uh, the divestment by China. Evergrande New Energy Vehicle Group LTD was announced in a Thursday statement from Bedio uh, that confirmed that earlier Bloomberg News report uh, the deal helped Europe focused Bedio which supplies light commercial vehicles and technology for zero emissions transport expanded to Asia and U.S. financial terms were not disclosed. Uh, so we don't know how much they, they sold for, but what we do know is that Evergrande had paid, uh, I think it was 30, uh, where's it at? It was $58 million uh, back in 2019 for it. So, um with that said, when you when you look at what uh, Evergrande bond payments have been, uh, this could easily be maybe one or two bond payments, uh, depending on how big the upcoming ones are. So it's it it potentially buys them a little more time, uh, but with the amount of debt that they have at the moment, uh, it's it's still pretty uh, it's still not looking great. But hopefully they will be able to rebound uh, through the you know, financial and economic and supply chain crisis that is 2021. If we, you know, we were in 2020 and thought, oh man, 2020 was a terrible year. Uh, 2021 actually might be uh, the worst, uh, a worse year than 2020 um, and setting up for a potentially not great 2022 either. Uh, but hopefully, I'm I'm hopeful uh, that by the end of 2022, uh, we will have most of these issues in the rearview mirror. So we will continue to monitor uh, the Evergrande situation as well as uh, the other real estate issues going on with the other real estate companies in China uh, as they do have an effect on the rest of the world. In news that uh, mostly <laughs> is entertaining to me, uh, Wingstop CEO encouraged that wing chicken wing prices are falling from COVID peak. Wingstop uh, CEO Charlie Morrison told CNBC he's seeing encouraging signs in the chicken wing market after tight supply earlier this year impacted prices. As of today, they've already come down almost 40 cents a pound since their peak. Uh, Morrison told Mad Money, uh, Jim, you know, Philly boy Jim Cramer. Uh, he said continued supply growth is uh, going to start to rebalance things back to the levels that we saw before the pandemic. Uh, ding, ding. That's awesome to hear. Um, I'm very, um, 
I think that this is 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 one of those signs of you know the inflation being transitory and not super long term uh you know and and long term super long term being maybe 3 to 5 years i'm in the boat of 1 to 2 years uh hopefully like 6 to 9 months but i i really think that by a year and a half from now uh we will see things come start to come back down to earth uh i think that there's a number of factors for that and i am excited to be able to to get some some wings uh, cheaper than they've been. In fact, I, I um, intentionally haven't ordered wings when we ordered pizza because they are just it's just so insane the prices uh, at the at my local pizza shops here uh, just outside of Philadelphia. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll 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 continue to monitor the chicken wing situation. But I think uh, that it's it's just another sign, uh, a, a small glimmer of of hope that this is not a forever uh, runaway inflation kind of thing. And I think that's why it's it's so important to to bring it up here on the entrepreneurs. Hey, Sean, good to see you uh, in the, the Entre chat. Uh, so most important, important economic rebound I've ever heard. Can milk go down now too? Spent $20 on bread, milk, OJ, and eggs. Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, it, 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 the, the, um, all right, hold on a second. I'm going to hit the record button here. So uh, Sean brings up in the chat, uh, spent $20 on bread, milk, OJ, and eggs. Uh, when can we potentially see milk go down in price uh, or other um, food items go down in price? Well, that would be certainly nice. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy that it was only, what, less about a year ago that there was uh, images and video of uh, milk trucks that were just like, draining the milk out of the trucks because they didn't i guess they didn't have the capacity to be able to bottle it or the necessarily the demand at the time um it kind of goes in the in the way of uh the uh what was it the the cash for clunkers thing right it's like man like we we crushed all these cars in like 2009 sounded like a great idea at the time and yeah they were you know, older cars, but now <laughs> looking back just 10 years later, uh, you know, it was 10 plus years, a little over 10 years later, uh, all those used cars could have came kind of in handy, you know, and, and maybe help balance out the, uh, the market since the used car market, uh, and in turn, the new car market is one of the main driving forces between, uh, or because, um, one of the main driving forces behind the uh, inflation that we see. There's a lot of other factors, obviously, but uh, that being was one of the driving factors was people can't get new cars, so they go for used cars, and there was only so many used cars available, and the price goes up, and then the you know because there was only so many new cars being made, price goes up, um, and and like uh, I I I'm very much of the mindset that we will be able to get back. Like uh, I said in a previous video, uh, in about a year to two years, uh, it might not be quite back to the way, the way things were because if the um, wages do stay up, uh, then obviously that's going to uh, impact prices in a longer term. But I am of the belief that wages should have been keeping uh, a better pace with productivity, uh, which has like crazy outpaced wages uh, as while wages have stagnated since like pretty much the 90s so 
uh, it's you know the nineties were thirty years ago, <laughs> or you know, or, or starting uh, all thirty years ago. So it's not like it was yesterday, like some of us want to um, maybe believe. But uh, <laughs> so here, you know, here we are, uh, and hopefully. Uh, you know, bread, milk, OJ, and eggs will be able to come back down uh, in price. I I tend to think that milk might be the one uh, between milk and bread. Well, milk, bread, and eggs be the one that come down first, just because if OJ is being produced out of, depending where it's being produced at, uh, it's got probably a further shipping. Uh, you know to get uh, more shipping to get to where it's to where you're buying it at the right the retailer so that creates um uh, you know because of the shipping issues out there um it it does create a bit uh more of a expensive journey to the uh to store shelves let's see amazon amazon takes another swipe at union as Alabama rematch looms, uh, let's see here. Earlier this year, Amazon handily defeated a historic union drive at a warehouse in Bessemer, Alabama. But with the prospect of another vote looming, the online retailer is leaving nothing to chance. Over the past few weeks, Amazon has ramped up its campaign at the warehouse, forcing thousands of employees to attend meetings, posting signs critical of labor groups in bathrooms, and flying in, sta- uh, flying in staff from the West Coast, according to interviews and documents uh, seen by Reuters. Uh, it is an indication that Amazon is sticking to its aggressive playbook. In August, a U.S. National Labor Relations Board hearing uh, offer, uh, officer said the company's conduct around the previous vote infer, uh, interfered with the Bessemer Union election. The NLRB, uh, they need to work on on that uh, acronym there, uh, regional director's decision on whether to order a new vote is forthcoming. Uh, Amazon has denied any wrongdoing, of course, uh, and said it wanted employees' voices to be heard. Still, the move, uh, the move, the moves to discourage unionization ahead of any second election, previously unreported, show how Amazon is fighting representation at its U.S. work sites. An uptick in labor activity since workers in April rejected joining the retail, wholesale, and department store union, the RWD. SU an even worse uh, acronym there, uh, including uh, including organizing drives in New York and Canada has pushed Amazon to react. So uh, we'll be following this here on the Entrepreneurs. I think it's really important, um, you know, why the why to bring up these these uh, union strikes and and potential unions like with Amazon, like we've talked about with um, Starbucks and and all that, uh, because I I think that there you know there's a big shift going here uh, in in the country where people feel the uh, the pain of like especially I, I think of millennials in specifically and I I can speak for that as I borderline on being one uh, and. <laughs> You know, the fact that when we came out of uh, college, well, I say we, but not me specifically, but when friends of mine came out of college, you know, in 2008, we uh, were hit pretty hard there uh, and we're not able to get jobs in the um, in the sectors in which we went to school for. And 
that uh, that had definitely has has had a ripple effect even to this day with people wanting to do more things outside of the corporate uh, nutshell that you know the country was so used to having people set up in before or set you know stay be sedentary in before and um, now with with the pandemic here. Um, you know, it's it's just another reminder that things are not stable. A lot of uh, a lot of people were let go from their companies, and the ones that weren't let go, you know, took a look around and said, "Well, where's everybody else at? What's what's going on? What, is there an opportunity for me to go take a job somewhere else? Is there an opportunity for me to start a job, uh, start a a business?" Uh, and that's why we've had such an up, uptick uh, in 2020 and 2021 in entrepreneurship and, and people starting their own businesses. Um, and the wake of that, it, you know, won't necessarily um, be played out for for another year to two years, three years, because when you start a business, it doesn't necessarily all go <laughs> to plan, right? And sometimes it takes you know a year, two, three, four years to uh, to to be able to know whether or not it's going to pan out for you um, and for the business. So uh, it, it could be a while, especially because you know people that uh, might have had the bug even before they made the leap because they saw the the situation around them. Uh, have some, you know, likely had had some money stashed, you know. Then they get their their stimulus checks, and they get, uh, you know, unemployment benefits, and they lower their their expenditures. And next thing you know, they're they're not, you know, putting out as much money uh, on the daily or the monthly, and are able to go that much longer investing into their business, investing their time and energy uh, into and money into what they what they love. Hopefully, what they love to do. I'm always about you know building your business for your lifestyle, not your lifestyle for your business, because I've been there, and it's terrible. Uh, it's sickening, and uh, you really got to be cognizant and, and intentional with every step of the process um, of building that business so that you uh, are are intentionally doing things that you want to be doing, uh, at least to like... 80%, right? I'm not I'm not trying to preach a, a 4-hour work week or anything like that, but what I am saying is is that, you know, be um cognizant of where you're going with your business and how uh you're going to get to a place where even if, you know, maybe you start out doing like only 40% of the things you love to do, uh but that's more than what you were doing before at a at a job that you were working um or a business that you had prior. Uh, then you know start to be able to pull back some of those responsibilities and and grow the business so that you can uh, get to like eighty percent of the things that you liked and loved to do versus uh, you know something much 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 smaller. To make things harder, UPS is uh, largest hiring event targets sixty thousand open positions. Wow, that is a lot of people that they are going to try to bring in. Uh, UPS is looking to hire up to sixty thousand seasonal employees during its largest hiring event of the year. From Thursday through Sunday, the company will hold its annual UPS Brown Friday events at company locations across the country. The mass recruitment effort is comprised of four hundred local hiring events as well as virtual events that support more than 1,200 locations across the country, according to the package delivery service. 
the multi-day hiring blitz kicks off nearly a month before the biggest shopping days of the year, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. It's also part of UPS's earlier holiday hiring efforts to boost its workforce with 100,000 essential uh, quotes, essential seasonal employees that will support the anticipated annual increase in package volume. UPS projected that the rush of holiday orders would begin as early as October and last through January 2022. With COVID continuing to impact Americans, our services are more important than ever. It's UPS Brown Friday. Events will aim to support such efforts. Roles will include package handlers, warehouse workers, driver helpers, personal vehicle drivers, delivery drivers, and tractor trailer drivers, most of which will either be full, uh, either full or part-time seasonal positions. However, UPS said that these roles could lead to other opportunities. Nearly a third of its current workforce started in a seasonal position. Uh, UPS is encouraging its own employees to refer candidates, saying it will be eligible for a $200 bonus for every referral they submit. Oh, that's for every referral they submit or every referral that they hire. Because I have, like, I don't know, 2,000 friends on Facebook that I could refer to, uh, you know, to, to, to sign up here. Uh, the company is also offering eligible seasonal employees who are students the chance to earn up to $1,300 towards college expenses as part of its Earn and Learn program. That's in addition to our hourly pay. Uh, the $1,300 thing, I don't know if that's above and beyond what they already offer because I did a video on this where uh, companies can write off, I think, up to $5,400 uh, per year per employee uh, by doing that by but for uh, for education purposes so it's actually quite a bit lower if that is part of what they're using as a write-off 1300 versus I, I'm I'm like 95 percent sure it's it's 5400 so I, I I love the referral program that's cool uh, like I said I have about two thousand friends two thousand times uh, I don't know is that uh, four hundred thousand dollars I'll take my four hundred thousand dollar check for referring everybody under the sun to uh to ups this is not sponsored by ups by the way at all um one thing that stands out to me about this article though is ups i feel like they already knew that holiday shipping yeah as uh the rush of orders would begin as early as october well why are they why did they not do this event in the beginning of october or the end of september why wait until now when there's already you know a quote unquote labor shortage uh out there uh and and all that so I, i'm curious as to how how they're going how this works out i mean i don't i i don't know that we'll see any other articles about whether it worked or you know the ups brown friday actually worked or not uh we've seen other you know amazon and and uh target and walmart all like you know talk about put out press releases about how they're looking for for um enormous amounts of help out there but i haven't seen anything that says that they hired a bunch of people either so um which kind of gives me the uh, I'm not sure if this is, it, it, you know, if it's all just like, you know, pillow talk, as they say, as the kids say. So uh, I, I'll, I'll see if I can follow up with some of those articles uh, and and bring it up for for next week.
Let's see. Sean uh, says, not sure if consumers really understand how big of an impact unionization can have if, if Amazon loses this. Unions have had a longstanding impact on productivity within big corps, but hopefully tech can make up for the impact so employees can deserve uh, being treated fairly by a company that hasn't treated them well, uh, them, them all that well. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I agree, Sean. Um, the Amazon is you know you could be robo fired. That's that's a thing, um, and that's a thing that I don't think everybody quite uh, understands. Um, uh, quite gets the idea that uh, you you can be fi- you know fired by a computer based on on metrics when they're like, oh well, Amazon's hiring for this amount, and how cool is that, and Blah 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 blah, and like, well, that's that's great, but uh, that's not going to be a great experience. Um, it, you know, yeah, they're paying more, but it, it ultimately, I I don't I don't know I don't know how much of it's actual actually um, like you know they're advertising. Oh, you can work for your hours, make it work for you, and do the things that you want to do, and we're going to give you this and that and a third, but. Uh, I guess the the question there is is are they really going to do that? Uh, is it is it really how it is, or is that just what they're advertising to get you know people in the door and put a good face on it? I I'm not sure. Finally today, Tom Hanks shares hilarious reason he turned down space trip invite by Jeff Bezos. Uh, so the reason I wanted to bring this up was for oh a couple a couple things. Uh, one, Tom Hanks, well, it's Tom Hanks, so it's, it, it's awesome. So apparently he went on K- Jimmy Kimmel and talked about why he turned it down. And the reason he turned it down was because apparently, if this is to be believed, uh, the cost to ride in the Blue Origin rocket is $28 million. Uh, from my understanding, uh, Jeff Bran- or, um, uh, Richard Branson's uh, Virgin Galactic plane uh, is like $250,000. That is a huge departure uh, one to the other to get that space uh, that space experience. Uh, if you, you know, th- th- this whole interview is like 17 minutes long. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. It's funny. He reenacts being in space and is like, this is why I wouldn't pay for, you know, $28 million to pretend I was weightless. Uh, but the other thing that stood out to me was he talks about a radio station. Uh, was it BossRadio66.com where he actually is a DJ on the station. You actually see DJ Tom Hanks. Songs from the back of the station wagon here. Um, yes, I, I, I can drop a... I'll drop a link. <laughs> I'll drop a link there, Sean. Uh, but yeah, you can actually see you know, Tom Hanks is... Uh, the whole idea of the station is to play music from the 60s that nobody's ever heard before. Like, I guess, like, B-sides of bands you probably never... You may have heard of at one point, but probably not. Uh, so it, it was really cool. And what I wanted to point out about it was is that 
you know, no matter how busy we are, no matter what we're doing in our business, whatever whatever we're doing in our life, it's important that we have some kind of passion project that we do, right? Tom doesn't – he's not an um, investor in this site. I mean the site looks like it was built in the 90s <laughs> or late 90s, early 2000s, right? Uh, it's very simplistic and and all that. Uh, but I, you know, I, I just love the fact that uh, it's a good reminder for you to go and do something that is out of the norm of what you would normally go be going and doing. In my case, it, you know, it might be DJing or playing game, you know, video games, or uh, going and playing hockey, or or going for a run. Like there's there's things that we can do that help fulfill deeper passions than just what our business is around you know and it, and when we take excuse me take steps away from what we do uh on the day-to-day routine it enables us to be able to get a deeper look into um into to what we do and how we do it and get better at it sometimes taking a break is the best way to get better at something and it enables time for us to subconsciously process what we're doing how we're doing it uh, without being, you know, without taking this uh, direct approach of like being like a Hawkeye on every every last piece of the puzzle that we're working on uh, when it comes to our business. So I, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of this, and I and I thought it was a good opportunity to give you a reminder that Tom Hanks says go and you know do your passion and have some fun with it. Uh, life's too short to just be doing all the work all the time. Uh, yeah, Sean, I will. I can uh, drop that link below. Um, let me see. I can turn my camera on now. Here, let's see. We have uh, it's Boss Radio sixty six. Is the is it, apparently it's run on Blogspot, <laughs> and here's the 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 article with the Tom Hanks. Um, uh, YouTube video embedded in it with Jimmy Kimmel. But uh, but yeah, so it's been it's been fun today uh, or yesterday. I had the interview go live with the um, uh, oh I can't oh I can't turn my camera on oh it's not working. All right, uh, yesterday I I had the interview with Philomena from Kin Apparel. That was a great interview. Uh, it was so much fun to talk with her and learn about more about her business and her. Um, desire for you know to make uh make everything work and and uh and how much exposure that she's gotten from being on shark tank uh just a couple weeks you know a couple weeks ago now uh and yeah so go go check that out tomorrow we have the uh new shark tank episode five for season 13 going out uh i'll be posting those reaction videos between 9 and 11 p.m eastern so go check that out at youtube.com slash super joe pardo if you want to work on your business growing it solving the hardest problems you got go to superjoepardo.com. i have an entrepreneur or mastermind uh in the top right you can click on that button uh then and come work with me and, and an amazing group of entrepreneurs that are literally all over the world uh and yeah i hope you have an amazing day and i will talk to you all tomorrow oh, there is one other thing there's one more thing later today 
Uh, I am going to be teaming back up with my two lady counterparts, Jennifer Crawford and Samantha Riley, to uh, Voltron back into the Business Geeks podcast. And we'll actually be doing that here. Uh, we'll be doing it on Facebook Live as well as uh, on here on, on uh, jo- uh, Entra. So joinentra.com. Um, so, you know, that's going to be so much fun. Both of those ladies have an, an immense amount of experience that they bring to the table. Uh, so I'm really excited to to get back. Uh, we did like almost a year uh, together uh, for uh, for the Business Geeks last year. And, of course, we started in January and then 2020 turned into a dumpster fire that, you know, we had to live through so it, it wasn't it was uh it was challenging at times because there were so many things going on uh 2021 on isn't that great either but it's it's better in in some ways and uh so yeah we decided uh after people were reaching out to us to get back together uh we're going to do it uh, today at 4 p.m eastern uh, we'll be we'll be uh, together again for the first time in uh, I forget when we ended it I think it was in January like January of this year I think it was our our final episode of season one so we're coming back for season two again you can do uh, join Entra dot com or over on Facebook it's I think it's Facebook dot com slash Business Geeks Podcast. Uh, or you can check out past episodes at businessgeekspodcast.com. Looking forward to that. So uh, I hope you have an amazing day, everyone. Uh, if you Again, if you need anything, you know how to reach out to me. Just go to my website, superjoeparo.com. Hit that contact button, and we'll talk. Have a great day. Take care.